Pets can be our best friends, right? It could be a dog, a cat, hamster, guinea pig, a snake. I mean, I don't know why a snake would be your best friend, but if you love it, that's fine. Some pets can be cuddly, lovable, some can kill you, again, the snake, whatever. But I'm going to share my experiences with pets, both life and death, and some of this might have to do with my dog, Alex, that I revealed last season, but I'm going to share it anyway. Find out the experiences I have had and still have with pets right here, right now. Hello everybody, my name is Kane Kaiser and this is my story. Kane Kaiser is back, is back better than ever, just enjoying life. Autism can be nicer, bringing points of view, experiences to mention, hero that and more, or making a connection. Hey guys, it's Kane Kaiser back again with another podcast, but this time I'm in season two so this season i'm trying something new and that is a video podcast which i just found out on anchor which that is the podcast editor that i use it's a spotify company or a spotify app spotify branded app and you can do video podcasts which i didn't know but i thought i'd try it and the way it works is I can do a video podcast, create a video, edit it the way I need to, because I'm a video editor at times. And then I can upload it and send it to Anchor. It makes it available on Spotify as a video. And then it makes the audio, of, it takes the audio of that podcast, that video podcast, and puts it, on, on all the platforms that I have set, which include Apple and Google Podcasts and Spotify, of course. So this episode is going to be about pet experiences. So I've had quite a few pets in my life, but I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. First, I'm going to give you a little update. So, when you are listening to this, you are probably listening in September of 2022. Well, spoiler alert, I am actually recording this on July 13th, 2022. I know. I have nothing else to do during the day. So, I'm recording this podcast now, this particular episode now, and... Alongside of that, I do have a couple other experiences that I wanted to talk about before I get into pets. So first off, I do have a job. And I've had a job since beginning of July. And that is, I'm a sales associate at Best Buy locally here in Bismarck, North Dakota. So the job is going well so far i've only been on for a few days from the time this is recorded july 13th but it does get a little stressful i mean just starting out this is technically my first job air quote first job because i i mean i've had a summer job before and i've had my mom's my mom runs a vet clinic 
but otherwise I haven't really had a job here in Bismarck before while I'm at the dorm room in college. So it's been kind of interesting. So yeah, I mean, I'm just starting out. It's not that bad. Um, I'm getting paid $15 an hour to start with, so that is really good. And so, yeah, I am pretty much doing well so far. But enough about me. Well, yeah, enough about me. It's on to the pets. It's the pets' turn. So, you guys know about my dog, Alex, from back in last season with my podcast having to do with Alex. And I actually have a picture. This is my dorm room. Here is a picture of Alex, the dog that I talked about last season. He's a good boy, isn't he? So that is Alex. And so that's not the only pet that I've had in my entire life. I've actually had a total of four cats in my life. I have my one cat, Simon, and my other cat, Chip. But even before that, when Alex was alive, I actually had two other cats. And those cats were named Gracie and Spritzen, which we called Pitsy because it was shorter. So we've had Gracie, actually my parents have had Gracie since way before I was born. And actually let's start with Pitsy because she's, she would have been the oldest. So Pitsy was born in 1992 and she was my mom's cat that ended up, it was my mom's cat when, when she got done with vet school because she's a veterinarian. She graduated in 1992 from vet school. And so she decided to get a cat and called her Spritzen, which means splash or, I don't know if it's splash or squirt or whatever it may be in German. So she decided to name her Spritzen. And Spritzen almost looked like Chip in a way, except it was a female cat. So, I mean, it was not the same. But Chip and Spritzen almost looked alike. Um, and I guess for the audio listeners, um, Spritzen and Chip, like I said, they look alike. They, so Chip is a tabby cat. So he's got a little bit of, a little bit of orange and dark brown and tan and a whole bunch of other colors all around him, like orange, brown, tan, and a little bit of black. So it's kind of if you know what a tabby cat looks like, then you'll know what Chip looks like. And Spritzen looked kind of the same way as Chip did, um, but I don't I don't know if I have a picture of Spritzen anywhere. I don't have one in here in my dorm room, but I do have one somewhere. It's probably in my mom's Facebook or whatever. I don't know where it is. But that kind of leads into the next cat that we had, who was born in 1994, the same year my parents got married. And her name was Gracie. 
She was a black cat, and the story behind that is when my parents were together and they got married, they had a house that was almost like on a farm, and Gracie was kind of a barn cat at one time, or a farm kitty, and so she always came up to the um, deck, or the porch where my parents lived, for a saucer of milk. She just loved that milk. And honestly, I don't think you're supposed to give cats milk because it gives them stomach aches or something. That's what my mom said anyway. But that kind of leads into, well, of course, I was born 2001. And then I, the cats have lived a long time. The cats lived, uh, Gracie lived until 2011 in December. And then Spritzen lived until 2012. I don't remember what month that was. But in 2008, like you guys know from last season, I actually had, um, we had gotten Alex, which is my best friend. He was my best friend. Unfortunately, he passed in 2020 due to leukemia. And I still struggle with that to this day. I really do. But I've had Alex. He was 12 years old. He was born in 2008. We got him when he was about two months old. And he passed when he was 12 in 2020. In July 2020, actually. So from the time this is recorded, I'm actually, it's almost the two-year two mark. And when you come, when you listen to this episode it's probably the two year over the two year mark like a couple months over the two year mark so ignore that please um so yeah we've had alex for quite a bit then in 2017 we had we had found simon so the story behind simon is that we someone was on their way home this was shortly after christmas 2016 that we had someone had was on their way home to the airport like they were going to the airport to go home after christmas and they found this cat he was a gray cat with a little bit of white on his face and and i think he had white feet too actually i don't remember I mean, he's still alive, but I don't remember because I'm not home right now. But um, they had found this cat on one on one of the days where it's 40 below, where in North Dakota here it does get pretty cold. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, it does get pretty cold. So they had found this cat lying in the middle of the road, frozen to the middle of the road, trying to eat frozen roadkill. And that was really sad. So they took him to our vet clinic that we've got. And me and my parents took took care of him for about three weeks. Um, my mom had to do surgery on his tail because his tail is like really long. And it's actually like probably a couple inches, uh, maybe four inches. No, not four inches. Yeah, about four inches long now. I can't reach that long, that far with my hand. Um, but it's, it's pretty short, um, because the tip of his tail had to be cut off and ampute, yeah, it had to be amputated and cut off because there was an infection in it and his tail was frostbitten 
His pads were frostbitten. His ear was frostbitten. It was, it was tragic. Like, I mean, the cat's still alive, thank God. But Simon had been taken care of from us for about three weeks. And it was about six years after we, after our cat Spritzen died. And so we I kept begging my parents because even though I was only 15, 16 years old, I still begged my parents. I know it's probably not a good thing. It's not a good thing that I do that, but whatever. It happened. And so we decided to keep Simon, and that was a really good choice. Ah, dang it. I keep getting notifications on my computer. I'm sorry. So, yeah, we decided to keep Simon... And then after Alex died in 2020, Simon actually, after Simon died, Alex was, er, no, I take that back. Sorry, rephrase that. After Alex died, Simon looked around for Alex and stuff like that because Alex and Simon got along really well. They really did. And in 2019, Simon actually had to get his leg acupunctured because he got it stuck in a garage door yeah alex was going like crazy my dad had to come up to bismarck we lived in a house in beulah and so my dad was doing work outside i was still in high school and simon had climbed up in the garage like on the on the garage door and he got his foot stuck in the garage door when it closed because he was like on top of the garage door when it was when it was open. So he he needed acupuncture and that was he was stuck up there for 5 hours. Not going to lie, 5 hours. And I was scared to death too. Like I was in high school, I had no idea. But Alex, Alex went crazy. Like he heard like some squealing like it was Simon and stuff like that. And he went so nuts that he he knew that something was up. And he went down to my mom and it's like, rawr, 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 rawr. and my mom's like, what is your deal? What is your deal? And so she went outside and he, she heard like the squealing and it was Simon with his foot, his, it was his right hind leg caught in the garage door. And it. It hurt. I, I imagine it really hurt. So we had to do acupuncture on Simon. Of course, we didn't do it ourselves at our vet clinic. We actually took him up here to Bismarck because my mom can't do acupuncture as a vet. But after one treatment, one treatment of acupuncture, one appointment, his leg was back to normal. It was a miracle. And he did a little bit of physical therapy, but not much. But it was a miracle. We almost thought that leg had to be amputated. Because he was almost like paralyzed in that leg. It was sad. It Well, it was really sad. I'm surprised he made it. And I'm glad he made it. I'm, I'm really glad. But, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to get on to the next cat that I've got, which is Chip. So, about a year... A little, a, little, a little under a year after Alex died, so this was January of 2021 that I'm talking now, we had, or I had found Chip, 
we actually called him Chester at the time. But in January, there was no snow on the ground in January. It was actually a really nice day, like maybe 50, 60 degrees, which is unusual for North Dakota. And so we, my mom had chickens um, ever, since, ever since 2018 up until 2022 here. We killed our last chicken this last year because they were getting sick. Um, but Chip, we had found, or I had found him. I was, we were on our way to go for a ride. This was a Sunday morning. And I, I heard like this meow or like this little squeak or whatever. And, and I was going to say, it sounded like a cat. And I went behind the garage where we have our chicken house and the fence. And I heard this little squeak because I was waiting outside for my parents to come out of the house so we could go for a drive. And this squeak was a little kitten about four months old. And he was right by the garage door, or not the garage door. He was right by the chicken house door. And he was just the littlest thing. Like he was, he was probably about six or seven pounds. And that's about how much Simon weighs right now is only six pounds. And so with Chip, I called my parents and it's like, uh, dad, there's a cat back here. And my dad was like, what? So I held this cat and I actually picked this cat up. He was not scared at all, which is really surprising because usually cats run from you when you try and pick them up if, they're, if, you don't, if they don't know you. And my parents came outside behind the, behind the garage and I had this cat and I had this cat in my arms and he was the nicest kitty you would ever meet. He was the nicest little kitty. So we took him down to our vet clinic that we've got and we took care of him. He was starving. It's like he, and we gave him food or whatever. And he, he scarfed that down. Like he hadn't eaten in days. Like he, he just really sucked it down. Like that food, he just kept eating and eating. And then he threw a little bit of it up. Then he ate it again. <laughs> kind of almost had like a little uh, indigestion a little bit. Because he ate so dang fast. And so then at our vet clinic about three or four days later. We decided to uh, like let him run around play a little bit. And so we set him on the ground or on the floor. And I knelt down. Put my hand out. Like here kitty. He ran right over to me. Which I think is really cool. And I immediately fell in love with him. Of course, even though Alex had just died only less than a year prior to finding Chip, it didn't really fill, it filled the void, but it never replaced Alex because nothing, absolutely nothing will replace Alex at all. So, yeah, I am glad we have Chip. He is a little pistol sometimes. I was going to say a naughty word, but this is going public, so we don't want that. Um, but he he's, he can be nuts sometimes. Like, he chews on phone cords, which is not a good habit for a cat. Um, yeah. So, that's going to come down to my last pet that I actually recently got here. And that's kind of a little story behind that, too. And then I actually have him here in my dorm room. 
so I will pick him up when I get to talking to him, or when I get to done talking about him. So I was struggling a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, I was struggling a little bit with panic attacks, because I do have panic attacks quite often, which is kind of, it kind of sucks, honestly. But I had, I had this panic attack, and I wanted, I wanted to get an apartment. Like, I wanted to get a guinea pig, and I wanted to get an apartment. And I couldn't get a guinea pig until after I got an apartment, and I just was I needed a guinea pig because I, I, I would get bored during the day and like no one, like my dorm room is a single room and I really have nothing to do throughout the course of the day besides my job that I've got now. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, I have, I've, I've wanted to get a guinea pig for a couple years. I actually wanted to get a hamster originally like two years ago, but I had campus security come over to the dorm because I was really struggling. I felt like suicide and everything else, which, let me be honest, I feel like that a lot. I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna do it because I know the outcome. I know how it will end or end up. So, but anyway, after this panic attack, I had, um, I talked to campus security. I thought about like getting a guinea pig or something. And apparently you can have pets at the dorm. Um, at my other dorm that I'm actually going to move into in, in a few weeks. Um, and I'll probably be in the dorm by the time you, I'll be in that dorm by the time you hear this recording. I'm in a summer dorm this right now when this is recording. Um, but I've had, but I ended up finding out that without permission you can get all you can get is a fish for a pet and let's be real a fish is not a pet a fish is a fish it's not a pet you can't really pet a fish he'll swim away anyway so i had talked to the, the resident assistant or the ra and i talked to this officer here at campus security and turns out if I sign some paperwork, I can actually get an ESA, which is what stands for Emotional Support Animal. And so this was a Thursday night that I had this panic attack. I went to the student life office here at in college on that Friday, on Friday, that next morning. And the lady I wondered about, or the lady I was going to ask about getting a guinea pig was out for the day or out for the rest of the week so I talked to her Monday and apparently I had to get approval to like get a guinea pig so I did and um, I waited to get approval and Monday morning I did get approval so I was like so excited because I had seen a guinea pig at PetSmart which is actually right next door to Best Buy and so I had got, I had went to PetSmart a bunch, like for a, about two weeks before I had this panic attack because I need to get out more. I need things to do. I need to like find things for me to do and not get bored all the time. 
So I went to PetSmart. I went to Best Buy a couple times a week for the last for the previous two weeks. And so there was a guinea pig that I really loved. I loved watching him. He, he they have like those igloos or whatever that they hide in. And the guinea pig that I found at PetSmart was he was like he's like a tan colored guinea pig with a lot of white on his like nose and in between his eyes and stuff. And so I'd watched him. I visited him every day for like five days straight, like every day for five days. And he got he, he got used to me. And so I was afraid that over that weekend that I had to wait to get approval that he was that he would be gone and sold from PetSmart, like given to someone else. But on Monday morning, thank God he was still there. He was still there. And I was so happy. I was so happy. And so I ended up getting a guinea pig that day. And I named him Zuma. And I named him Zuma because if you've ever heard of the game Zuma from 2003 from PopCat Games. You are this frog that shoots balls on a trail before it reaches a skull. Like a little hole. And I used to play that all the time as a kid, and I'm actually going to mention that in a future episode here. But anyway, I had named him Zuma because the frog in that game has a little mark in between his eyes, kind of like Zuma has. And so, yeah, I used to play that game all the time, named him after Zuma because after the game Zuma, because I named my cat Simon after the Simon memory game from the 70s. So, I mean, I got to keep the game the game tradition going, or not tradition, but you know what I mean. So I did that, and so then I pretty much, I got the guinea pig, we bought a cage, we got bedding, food, toys, water bottle, wa- and we actually had water for... We actually have a whole bunch of bottles of water, which we don't need to buy water. And so we have another house that we had that we ended up cutting a bunch of grass and made it into hay for the guinea pig to eat. Because you have to dry like brome grass and alfalfa and all that for the guinea pig to eat. Because they're supposed to have hay with them all the time. You should have hay with them at all times. So yeah. The guinea pig is here at my dorm room. I'm going to pick him up here. And let me go get him. So, yeah, it was pretty awesome that I've had this guinea pig. I've had him for a few weeks from the time this is recorded. And here you go. This here. Let me get a better light here. Oh, let's go, buddy. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Zuma. He's a good old pig. He's a good old pig. I know it. Yeah, so I've had Zuma for... It's already been almost a month now. And so, yeah, we've had... I've had Zuma for almost a month, and he's he's been really helpful. He's a very good emotional support animal. And I'm really glad about that, because he's my buddy. 
screw my body onto. I don't know what. So, so yeah, that kind of wraps up my pets, uh, my pets podcast. I actually want to get a dog again someday, even though Alex died like two, almost two years ago. I really miss what it's like to be a dog owner, and I don't remember what it's like to be a dog owner, so I am working on doing that. After I get an apartment, ne- I'm going to get an apartment next year after I graduate college. So I'm going to probably get a dog after I get an apartment, and I might actually get a roommate next 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 summer so I don't even know if that's gonna happen or not but I'm gonna I'm gonna see if uh, one of my buddies is gets a if I can get a roommate and I'm gonna see I'm actually gonna spoil something if he is still around in Bismarck next year I'm gonna see if I can room with the guy who actually influenced me to make this making a connection podcast series and I maybe will talk about him uh, later in the series or later in the season or something. But, yeah, so this is season one, or uh, not season one, season two, episode one of Making a Connection. Thank you guys for watching and or listening, depending on if you're on Spotify or other platforms such as Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Audible. So so far, that's what I'm on. I'm working on getting other platforms too. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and or watching. And hope to expect more podcast episodes, probably not every Tuesday, but every other Tuesday, I'm thinking. So yeah, just watch for them. And I will see you guys next time. Peace out. Say goodbye, Juma. Bye. I would also like to give a huge special thanks to Nathan Therian, a.k.a. Cheap Noise from the Boppet Rift, for creating music, lyrics, and vocals for the theme song of this episode and future episodes of Making a Connection. You're awesome, buddy.